John, John Lennon. Lennon. Sheep farmer, collar consultant, chain gang foreman, fighter pilot, and well-known table tennis wicketkeeper. What are you talking about? That's the attitude of a defeatist like me. On the second day of Christmas, my true love said to me, Boo, boo, ba do ba do boo. You will notice that the band is playing music which is out of copyright so that nobody has to pay any royalties. Bonfire night. Bonfire night. Look, I can't See, read that straight. I mean, I mean, if that's what you're waiting no, no, for, I can't do it, man. You know, I don't but, dig it's it. It's aesthetic, it's aesthetic. Oh, so, you know, make it stupid, but make it sort of good stupid. I'm Richard Buskin. I'm Eric Taros. Beatles, naked. McCartney here. I'd just like to wish you everything you wish yourselves for Christmas. This is John Lennon saying on behalf of the Beatles, have a very happy Christmas and a good new year. George Harrison speaking. I'd like to take this opportunity of wishing a very Merry Christmas listeners everywhere. This is Ringo Starr and I'd just like to say Merry Christmas and a really Happy New Year to all listeners. So, 
Christmas time is here again. Ain't been back since you know when. Well, it does have a nasty habit of creeping up on us around this time every year, and, and here we all are again. Yeah. This show, we're going to basically focus on the Beatles' Christmas records, which were the flexi-discs that were issued by the fan club. So they weren't out there for the general public, at least not at that time. They were very specific. Everything I've ever read said paid-up members, which meant, I guess, there were fan club members that weren't paid up by December. Yep, and there wasn't, like, bootlegging and downloading off the Internet back then. It's hard to believe, but that that time did exist. And I can tell you, uh, as a recipient of the final one, the final one, the vinyl one, uh, I was very young when I, well, I was like 10 uh, when the last one came out. And I don't know, you know, I was really impressed that, that there were all these Christmas records on one album. For some reason, I had it in my head that every year an album came out. And like, I, and I didn't realize that was the only one that was pressed until last year's uh, set on, on colored vinyl. So you're referring to 1970 when it was a compilation of all the Christmas discs on one album. Yes, and I, I can tell you how incredibly exciting it was to have that because it was a Beatle record that nobody else really had. You know, it was, uh, and it came out on, it had a proper Apple label and... Um, I remember uh, thinking it must be out in the stores or something, and I just never saw it, you know, until uh, I started going to Beatle conventions. You know, it was one of those kind of really cool things for any of my friends who, uh, who, mind you, the Beatles thing went into kind of a fallow period between 70 and 74. So, uh, but yeah, I always thought it was the, the, I loved the cover. It was that that slight bluish metallic print job was done beautifully. It was a, it was a very well done piece. And I, I always felt that it was uh, a bit of a lost item, you know, kind of really not in the consciousness of Beatles fans at all. What's amazing about the Beatles Christmas records is they really are a microcosm of their story of their career, aren't they? That, you know, we, we're going to hear that we start off in 63 and they're super keen you know, they're all really into it. And pretty much the same follows for 64. By 65, they're sounding bored already. And they start getting political in there. And then we get into 66, and it's kind of much more off the wall. 67 is psychedelic. Um, you know, the year of Pepper and Magical Mystery Tour. And then 68 is the come down, right? After the high. I like the 68 one. I think 69 is the... That's the draggy one. Oh, yeah, that's the one where they're just not into it anymore. You know, they're not really there for it, apart from John and Yoko. So it is. It's an amazing thing. If you play all of them back to back, it's like there's the Beatles story. It is uh, interesting, too. This is just a childhood memory. The most shocking thing on the album when I was a kid was the 63 Christmas message because... I was very young, uh, so so don't hold this against me. But I was like, I thought the Beatles began in January 1964. Period. End. You know, <laughs> right? And it's like, what do you mean 1963? What you know that that was. I remember being absolutely astounded. It just didn't compute that the Beatles could have existed before the Ed Sullivan Show. So right, uh, even at that age. So it's uh, the the mind of a child, as they say. Now, of course, that first one was recorded. I think it was October the 17th, 1963, in Abbey Road Studio 2. So they were having to kind of muster the festive spirit a couple of months beforehand. Yeah, but I think they had been on such a ride. And they know, well, I, 
they actually don't know they're going to America yet, do they? Because uh, they're still a couple of weeks away from Sweden and coming back and that yeah. whole thing. But I, you know, it's it's obvious that um, their career had just skyrocketed and they went from obscure to superstars. So there, you can hear the enthusiasm. They do actually sound, you know, excited to do it or to to thank the fans for all the stuff. That gets very old sounding by 64 <laughs> you know yeah well well you see this was tony barrow's idea you know he was their press officer at the time and it was his idea for them to record a christmas greeting and to give it a bit of context they recorded this 63 message five days after their groundbreaking appearance on Sunday night at the London Palladium, which was the show that really brought Beatlemania into everybody's homes across Britain. And they also recorded it on the cusp of recording I Want to Hold Your Hand. You know, that's what they were there for. I could imagine Tony sitting there going, oh, all right, boys, could we possibly uh, re-record the lyrics uh, to I Want to Hold Your Hand to I Want to Hold Your Wreath? I know. It's one of my favorite. I love doing Tony Barrow impressions for like... The... Eric, stick to Ed Sullivan. All right. Well, listen, do I speak French better than I do, Tony? Uh, no. <laughs> In his memoir, John Paul, George, Ringo and Me, Tony said, I actually cut the tape recording with scissors, patched the pieces together and let the discarded bits drop to the floor. In doing this, we destroyed a master tape that at some future date might have raised many thousands of pounds at auction as a unique piece of memorabilia, particularly with all the unused bad language left in. And to my knowledge, uh, even though there are outtakes floating around, I don't ever remember hearing anything from 63. 30,000 copies of the first Christmas flexi disc on Lintone flexi vinyl were sent to the fan club members in the first week of December. And of course, here we're just talking really Britain. Good King Wenzel's last lookout on the feast of Stephen as the slow ray round about deep and crisp and crispy brightly showed the boot last night on the musty cruel Henry Hall and David Lloyd Betty Grable too Hello, this is John speaking with his voice. We're all very happy to be able to talk to you like this on this little bit of plastic. This record reaches you at the end of a really gear year for us, and it's all due to you. When we made our first record on Parafone towards the end of 1962, we hoped everybody would like what we had already been our type of music for several years already. But we had no idea of all the gear things in store for us. It all happened really when Please Please Me became a number one hit, and after that, well, quarter blimey's heather no. Our biggest thrill of the year, well, I suppose it must have been topping the bill at the London Palladium, and then only a couple of days later being invited to take part in the Royal Variety Show. This time last year, we were all dead chuffed because Love Me Do got into the top 20. And we can't believe, really, that so many things have happened in between already. Just before I pass you over to Paul, I'd like to say thank you to all the Beatle people who have written to me during the year. And everyone who sent me gifts and cards for my birthday, which I'm trying to forget, in October. I'd love to reply personally to everyone, but I just haven't enough pens. In the meantime, Gary Crimble to you, Gary Mimble to you. Getty Babel, dear Christmas, happy birthday, me too. This is Paul here. Everything that John said goes for me too. 
especially the bit about birthday cards and the parcels. Because all our homes and offices got stacks of mail last June. Ow! <laughs> when it was my birthday. Anyway, we're all dead pleased by the way you've treated us in 1963. And we'll try to do everything we can to please you with the type of songs we write and record next year. Oh, yeah. Somebody asked us if we still like jelly babies. Well, we used to like them. In fact, we loved them. And we said so in one of the papers, you see. Ever since then, been getting them in boxes, packets and crates. Anyway, we've gone right off jelly babies, you see. But we still like peppermint creams and chocolate drops and Donny Mitchells and all those sort of things, don't we? Yes, yes, oh yes. Well, lots of people asked us what we enjoy best, you see. Concerts and television or recording. We like doing stage shows because, you know, it's great to hear an audience enjoying themselves. But the thing we like best, I think so anyway, is going into the recording studio. Yeah, we enjoy that very kindly. To make new records. Which is what we've been doing all day before we started on this special message. Well, uh, what we like to hear most is one of our songs, you know, taking shape in a recording studio. Uh, one of the ones what John and I have written. And then <laughs> listening to the tapes afterwards to hear how it all worked out, you see. Well, I'm running over my time and people are telling me to stop. Like, stop, Ringo, stop, 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 stop shouting so, those animals. So, I'll finish now with it. Wishing everyone happy Crimble and a Merry New Year and especially all the ones who paid the subscription. Ja, das wird und danke schön und dem Christmann even. Ja, dem Christmann even schon. Ja, das wird wunderschön, boy. Danke schön. Hello, Ringo here. As you know, I was the last member to join the Beatles. I started to play drums in the group 1962. I've <laughs> been a couple of other groups. Oh, just wish the people wish merry happy. Go on for Christmas. Christmas. Merry happy New Year. And folks, happy Christmas and may may everything you wish be granted. Singers Wenceslas, King Wenceslas. King Wenceslas. Well, good King Wenceslas, last look down on the feast of Stephen when the snow was on the ground deep and crisp and even. (coughs) Thank you, Ringo. Thank you, Ringo. We'll phone you. I'm George Harrison. Nobody else has said anything yet about our fan club secretaries, Anne Collingham and Bettina Rose. <laughs> Not to mention Frida Kelly in Liverpool. Good old Frida! So on behalf of us all, I'd just like to say a great big thank you to Anne, Bettina and Frida for all the hard work they've done. And we just hope you can go on pleasing you for a Keep long screaming. time. Because it's your reaction to our records that really matters. And I'd just like to say... Brightly was the shone that night, though the winter cruel... When a pork pie came inside, gathering winter crew. No grain day had a very shiny nose. When everybody told him, Keep oh, 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 Ricky the red nose Negro had a very shiny nose. Merry Christmas, everybody. So the '64 one. Again, it was Tony Barrow involved with it, and he basically said that they still were really into it, the Beatles. Um, in his memoir, he said it was the boys themselves who promoted me into continuing the tradition. When are we doing this year's Crimble record, they asked me. They also wanted another script. I knew they needed my words simply as a security measure in case they dried up. In the event, they made everything I wrote much funnier by their distinctively zany, goon-style presentation. And it's true, you know, it was October the 26th that they got together in Studio 2. And this was at the end of a long day that had begun at 10 o'clock that morning for their final session for the Beatles for Sale LP. So 
is like 12 hours later, here they are recording the Christmas message and they still sound like they're into it. And But it's just, I think the production values are better than 63 this time around. There's a little bit more going on and a little bit more of their zaniness. They wander off script, don't they? Well, that's the fun part or where... You know, they're very subtly starting to ed- egg each other into making fun of the whole process. You know, yeah. it says here, you know, Lennon, page two, you know, uh, as he's reading the script, which it, it it's one of the great things about Lennon is it's all in his inflection. Yeah. You know, he, he could get the other guys going. What a, what a great pity. I mean, it's wonderful we have these things, but can you imagine if somebody just had a camera going, a film camera or a video or something? They didn't really have video in those days, but... Uh, how I'd love to have seen the interplay because you can tell there's some stuff going on there that they're all laughing pretty pretty heartily in places at least on some of the outtake things they're having some fun so yeah. Um, but yeah the 64 outtakes are really interesting that's the one where they're playing Hello Dolly on a kazoo or something right yes yeah which was the big musical of the time wasn't it big stage musical the Speech. Now take one. I have to say you which is which. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Paul speaking. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Paul speaking. Um, I'd like to thank you all for buying the records this year, because as you know, you bought the records this year. This year, and it was very nice of you. It's nice to uh, sort of think that somebody's still buying the records. <laughs> So anyway, this is me, <laughs> not quite signing off. Hello, do- no, let's go on, let's think of something. I can't think of anything. You can't say it. As you know, we have been away. <laughs> John's speaking to Australia and America, and now we're back. Thank you. No, I can't. <laughs> okay, keep it going, but just say it. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> this is Paul speaking, everybody. How do you do? Um, I'd like to thank you all for buying the records this year, because as you know, you bought the records this year. It's very nice of you. I'd like to wish you all a happy Christmas and a very new year. Over to John. Over to John. Over to George, I've forgotten. Okay, I'll over to George. Okay, Because John's forgotten. Okay, hello, everybody. <laughs> Thanks a lot and all that, because you're very nice. I'd just like to say, I hope you enjoyed the film, What We Made, because it was our first one and we tried our best, but a lot of people went to see it. And I think maybe you did. And we're making a new one in February. 
And we so don't know whether. So come and see that. We don't know what it's going to be called yet, but it'll be in colour. And it should have many it's a laugh. It's going to be green. Quip John Jagger. Quip John Jagger. And with many a laugh, we hope. And over to John. So thank you no, very much. Over to Ringo. Um, hi there, beautiful people. Well, I don't really know what to say, you see. Just um, thanks a lot for everything, like on the last one we made. And um, I must say the welcomes we've been having when we arrived at the airport after being away have been fab. Fab gear, man. And keep it up, you know. And a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you all. I'll hand you over to John now. Well, bottle people, just like to thank you all for the ones that bought my book. I'd like to say a special thank you. And I'll have another one out in the new year, I think, I hope. Mm-hmm. So I hope you buy that one too. And thanks for everything. God bless you and keep you warm. Mm-hmm. So nice to see you back where you belong. Also, of course, we've got Lennon in there referring to the fans as Beetle Peedles, which is Peedles being German word for penises. So, <laughs> which was part of the European in, in Hamburg, yeah. right? I mean, that they were this punk rock sort of band called the Dicks. So, right. So, what a difference a year made, right? You know, now they're loosening up a bit. This is not something they would have snuck in in '63. Oh no, though they were probably thinking it. Oh, I'm sure. Or, or as Tony Barrow said, saying it, you know, it was cut from the record. As you say, everything they're going through, you can kind of uh, sense it. You know, it, it's like every kind of shift is happening in concert with their musical shifts. Everybody, this is Paul, and I'd just like to thank you all for buying our records during the past year. We know you've been buying them because the sales have been very good, you see. Don't know where we'd be without you, really, though. In the army, perhaps. Oh, we hope you've enjoyed listening to the records <laughs> as much as we've enjoyed melting them. <laughs> no, 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 that's wrong. Making them. We're in number two studio at the moment at EMI, taping this little message for you. Yes, we are. We are, indeed. I just thought I'd make the... This is the same studio we've used all along... Since the old days of Love Me Do. So many years ago, it seems, oh, doesn't it? Oh, those are the days. <laughs> well, Stop that's about it. all, I think. <laughs> Except <laughs> to wish you all a happy Christmas and a very new year. Now I'll pass you over to John. John? <coughs> John, John speaking. Thanks, all of you who bought me book. Thank you, folks, for buying it. It was very handy. And there's another one out pretty soon, it says here. Hope you buy that, too. It'll be the usual rubbish, but it won't cost much. You see? That's the bargain we're going to strike up. I write them in my spare time, it says here. 
<laughs> it's been a busy year. Did you write this yourself? No. It's somebody's bad hand wrote her. It's been a busy year, Beetle Peedles. One way and another, but it's been a great year. Two. <laughs> you fans have seen to that. Page two. <laughs> Thanks a lot, folks, and a happy uh, Christmas and a merry goo year. Crimble, maybe, and I hand you to George, who'll speak to you. Now! Thank you, John. Thank you. Hi there. <laughs> I'd like to thank all of you for going to see the film. Spect a lot of you saw it more than once. I did. Did you? So did I. Thanks anyway, because it makes us very pleased, you know. We had a quiet time making it. <laughs> Actually, we didn't. We had a great time making it, and we're glad it turned out okay. The next one should be completely different. We start shooting it in February. This time, it's going to be in colour. Green. It'll be a big laugh, we hope. Well, we hope. <laughs> <laughs> big laugh. <laughs> yeah, Bean it'll be a big a laugh. You were Megan? And we may see all of you soon. Hope so. Anyway, all the best in Happy New Year and a Happy Christmas. And here's Ringo. Thanks, George. Ringo, yeah? Well, the others have thanked you for the discs and John's book and for everything. Oh, no, for enjoying the film. I'd like to thank you just for being fans. It's been a funny year, you know. One minute we're in England, next we're away. Expect you're wondering where we've been. So well, we... Beetle people, <laughs> we've been to Australia and America and New... Who's dropping that? New Zealand and Australia. And New Zealand. And New Zealand. <laughs> so much travelling, but you've stayed loyal, haven't you? Anyway, those airport receptions knocked us out, man. Great. Dig. Well, that's about it from me. I'd just like to say all the best for Christmas and a happy new year. Can you wash your father's shirt? Can you wash it clean? Can you wash your father's shirt? Can you wash it clean? Christmas! Happy 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 Christmas! And, you know, this was like during the Rubber Soul sessions. And they did experiment with some skits and things, but it just didn't work. They really weren't into it. And uh, which is kind of interesting because I was re-watching Help last night, actually. And uh, when you watch it now, you can see that they're really kind of on autopilot in that film. You know, I, I know they're all stoned a lot of the time. I was going to say, I think they're on. I think they're on as uh, marijuana, as... Uh... Neil would say. But um, they're just not as invested in it. You can see that. And uh, apparently this was the case with the Christmas record. Three minutes in to the 65 outtakes, the session from October, yeah. there's a really weird section, which is they start talking about sliced babies. And in the background, they have sound effects of crying babies. And George especially seems into this. And <laughs> I've, I've, I've wondered for ages... Uh, was this like the beginning of the butcher cover? Uh, in other words, you know, the dead baby jokes were around. I don't know in a, in England. I don't know if that was a social thing, but around here there was all these like dead baby jokes when I was a little kid, and I think maybe that had maybe they had heard them when they'd come for the summer tour in '65. Uh, but I I remember at least one excuse made for the butcher cover. You know, six months later, that it was you know 
a reaction to dead baby jokes. Right. So so there they that section is fascinating. They and like I say, George sounds into it, you know, in a very weird way. Welcome to the recording studios. Conditions in here today aren't what we'd hoped, but um we're certainly going to have a bash at producing another Smasheroo Christmas record. Now, around me, I've got gathered one or two of the boys. And here, first of all, to speak is Ringo. Come over here, Ringo. Thank you. Thank you. Well, once again, I'd like to thank you all for the cards and letters and all the gifts you've sent us and for buying our records and for being just great fans again. Well, that's all from me at the moment. I'll hand you over to George. Hello, everybody. Well... This is our third Christmas record now. And uh, everything else is still nice, isn't it? I'll hand it over to John. Uh, John. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I've spoken to you, and uh, that's about all. Uh, John, I understood you had a couple of words to say to us. <laughs> It's been a long time since I've had a chance to speak to you on this level. And that's about all. <laughs> well, <clears throat> well, it looks like it's been another... Smasheroo year. Smasheroo <laughs> year. And, um... And so, we'll just wait for a sound effect then. Don't forget to thank him about the film. Ladies and gentlemen, as you as you know, the recording studio here today, we've had a little couple of mishaps, and uh, the plumbing went astray. We were hoping that we could get a little bit more out of the boys today, but um, I understand they had a bad night last night. Pretty soon, Henry was to find out that his wife had been made the widow for the former butcher of the village. Yeah. She, of course, left unheard of. The next thing we knew that Harry was down with the flu. Well, of course, we knew he hadn't been out, so we were caught it, obviously, off her. And she was carrying it around like a bad thing. Over to the studio. <laughs> Thank you. Well, back here in the studio, conditions have definitely improved. <laughs> conditions have definitely improved, and it is certainly now looks as though we are going to get this uh, show on the road. The boys are now tuning up for their record, and it sounds like uh, George is in pretty good voice. It sounds like he is. Is he? No, he's, he's not. He's <laughs> not. <laughs> <No. clears throat> oh, oh, you can't. Someone think of, think of something. You know. Well, that's what I said. I said, don't. Put I know it you did say that, John. I know. We stand here like a soft Henry. <laughs> <clears throat> well, fans. This isn't the baby we used in the test, but we got Mrs. Williamson to slice up a fresher baby. And here is the baby now in the, in the process of being sliced. There you go. Now, as you see, the smaller slices are the only slices that are allowed into the box. Now, all the bigger slices, like the limbs and the head, we keep out and we use in uh, various other uh, meat products such as pal, uh, keno meat and other things like that. But you, the buyers, must realize that only the small part of this child will end up in your family frozen pack in your shops from It's Friday. not a very pretty sight, I can tell you. <laughs> it's not a very pretty sight seeing a little baby sliced up on a, on a slicing machine. It's not too pretty, folks. Do you mean those uh, little saw white spots in the back? Oh, yes, I use gumsticks, arseholes. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, yes. Right. Well, I think it's time to put the baby to sleep, eh, Ringo? <coughs> Come along, Daz. <coughs> Come along. Well, down here at the station, the uh, constable has just given me their reports for the evening, and the, uh, the winner of the personality report for this evening, the best report and neatness taken into account was P.C. Lennon. P.C. Lennon, please come forward and collect your this year's award for the neatness rep uh, personality report as uh, uh, down at the station. Thanks very much for the prize. I must say I'm very happy to have it. It's the first time I've won a policeman. I'm going to look after him like he was my own. <laughs> shouldn't have us laughing on it, though. It's cut that. Thank you very much. Um, the wait. next contestant, stand up on the winner, please. Now, I've come along there tonight from Blackburn, uh, and uh, I was there the other night at the Labour Club, and I saw this fellow there juggling, and... You got three sons? Uh, no. You said no. <laughs> no, I didn't. And who have you brought along tonight? Well, uh, now, uh, this fellow was at the Labour Club, you see, and I thought he'd stand a good chance He was at the... TV. Isn't that wonderful, ladies and gentlemen? The Labour Club. The Labour Club, yes. And yeah. so here he is... Here he is. <laughs> and what is his name? Yes, well, we've had trouble finding his name due to the fact that he lost his birth certificate when he was born, you see. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, anyway, for whoever he may be, it's knocking again. It's all very well to you to say we're going on the cheap holiday this year. A rowing boat, that's pushing it. <laughs> I mean, in the middle of the Mediterranean, we're getting a cruise, all right, we're getting a tan, yes. <laughs> but is it worth it, a rowing boat? The main thing is, we've got away from those... Yeah, we've got away. We've certainly got away. Where are we going? Hey! Hey! Who, who did that? Who... Hey! Who is it? Will you stop it? <laughs> People trying to get to sleep, are you? Oh, ah, yeah. You, you, you were right, weren't you, about this cruise, yes? Ended up in a railway, railroad siding, siding. <laughs> Ended up in a rail, railway siding, yes. Oh, and in a rowing boat. Oh. You and your cheap holidays. What is it? What is it? Hey! I can't really make out what they are. <laughs> no, I can't make Sorry, out what they are yet, John, but you never know. There may be something there. And now it's Starkey into the right corner with the left swing, <laughs> and he's over to Lennon, and Lennon is on there, and he's over there now again, and he's hitting him with the bell, yes, and the ref's coming in now, and he's over there now. One and one is two. I'll get that bum in two. <laughs> one, two, here, here, Six, seven. I'll get that bum in seven. Yes, it was a wise man who said Christmas comes but once a year. And when it comes, it brings good cheer. Certainly come again this year. Where's all the good cheer we used to know? Maybe we're not pulling together, ladies and gentlemen. Going to finish the job we set off to do. Maybe we ought to all pull together with a one concerted effort and put our party in the lead. <laughs> if we could just keep going for another couple of hours, I'm sure we'd get something. Has anybody mentioned Christmas yet? We could certainly mention it on the next... Oh, you just mentioned it. 
I think so far we've got a lot of little quickie shots from going from different sounds that we'll probably use, you know, about five or ten seconds of each, just sort of yeah. bring them bang in straight after. Yeah. Have you got any humans? <laughs> Right, put that on, that's lovely. Oh, oh, copyright and things. Oh, watch the copy. Oh, copy these are sound effects. It's a tune, though. Copyright, copyright. It's bound to be copyright, that. We won't be able to use it. Who wrote it? Is it got? It's that. It's what's in there. No, it's not copyright. It's those old... It's thingy. the Star-Spangled Banner thing. Um, oh, can't it? Great, can't be copyrights on the record. Oh, oh. all right, well, we'll sing it then. Dixie, oh, I wish you was a Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it again. We'll do the next video. All right, all right. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. You know, it's no good singing it. You have to do something. It's on. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody, welcome everybody to the festival of pipe music. Here, in the Bavarian Alps, we always hold this festival once every two hours. <laughs> Hello Fritz, we're having a bit of a loon up, are you coming over? Yeah, that was one of our German pipe players saying a few words to you. We've got him here on this occasion of Christmas and he's going to say a few words. And now Fritz Schwedelbrunn. And now Fritz Schwedelbrunn. Hello Fritz. <laughs> We're having a bit of a loon up. You're coming over. Can't we have one sort of in the distance? What's in the distance? Well, us or the... Hey. We wish you Merry Christmas. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the R. Steadfoot. This is the annual prize given, which we hold every two hours. This is uh, the prize given now, and we're, we're going to present the prize to the farmer with the most promise this year, Mr. Lennon. Thank you. Well, my cow, uh, as you know, it's currently one of the best of Hereford, the crossbreed. It's well known as the Thailand of the kettle and the long horn. Very breeding and a lot of luck to you, so thank you. Thank you very much. We don't seem to know anybody here, do we? <laughs> is that, is that, it's old Charlie over there, yes, I it? think it is, you know, I think it is. Hey, Charlie! Charlie! Come over! Come on! What? See that bird in the corner, Charlie? All right, all right, that's enough of that, come on. What are you doing here? Come on. All right, come on, what are you doing here? Come on. What is it, one of the three of you doing hanging round here? Is he all right? <laughs> I think it was just a scratch, sir. 
Just a scratch, sir. It's just a scratch, sir. I think it was just a scratch, sir. I think it was just a scratch, sir. Well, <clears throat> well what are we going to do, fellas? Come on, we got to we got to pull ourselves again. They're singing Christmas carols in '65, so there's there's little bits and uh, you know it's not as as is dire and the phony scots bit as well i think that reveals a lot about lennon uh and his affinity and his love for for scotland at the end of his life it seemed that he would speak about what he missed in the uk and and he tended to miss i think his childhood and holidays in scotland all my trouble seems so far away now it looks as though we're here to stay i believe in yesterday don't forget christmas is coming oh that reminds me let's do a christmas record let's do a christmas record yeah what should we say that's um, a good idea Adler we've got to thank everyone remember to thank yeah. thank you can't add thank... too much because oh, you, you miss well thank you johnny it's been a nice to know you gotta thank everyone for all the presents this year yes and, uh, all for buying the records. Yeah, especially the chewed-up pieces of chewing gum and the <laughs> playing cards made out of knickers. On behalf of John and I, George speaking, I'd like to thank you for all the Christmas cards and presents and birthday cards and presents and everything, too, as well. On behalf of George and I, I'd just like to thank you all for the Christmas treatment and all the rest of it. Thank you. <laughs> well, Ringo, what have we done this year? I see you haven't shaved again. <laughs> well, Ringo, what have we done this year? We've done a lot of things this year, Paul. Yes. Well, we've been away. Yeah, and like last back. year. <laughs> yeah, we've come back already. Aye, we've well, had we've a lot back. of presents sent to us for our birthdays and Christmases. Yes, we'd like to thank, it. thank you. Thank everyone. you for the presents and the cards. Thank you for the presents. Happy Christmas to your listeners, wherever you can do. We Christmas with a pound of Irish stew. Thank you, John. Down in Virginia with the old black door, we got some, we got some. Down in Virginia with the old black door, we got some, we got some. For the sake of old Lang Syne, for the sake of old Lang Syne, my dear, for the sake of old Lang Syne, one, one, two, or three. Well, for the sake of old Lang Syne, that reminds me, Ringo. Yes. Last year, you was here. We was here, around the same old mic, down in the studio. Same old guitar, same old faces. <laughs> it's the same old song. But a different meaning since copyright, Johnny. Copyright, can't say that. Hey, yeah. Uh, all right, what are we going to do? What's out of copyright? Um, yeah. How about we'll get the lilacs in an old brown shoe? Yeah. Yes, that's out of copyright. But, uh, let's play a request for all Christmas-y. the boys in B-A-O-R-E. Yeah, all right. What should we play for them? Because there's some. We got some fans in the forces. You well, know? here in Munich, it's not quite as fine as it is in London. Well, Kenneth, the weather's the raining here. Bad. It's not very good. Oh, it's not bad over here, but some. You know, we had a bit of rain and all that. Yeah. Stay tuned in. It's five-way link-up. If you've enjoyed this program, tune to two nine three one four five six seven megacycles. If you can't find that, drop it. China, down in Vietnam, and China, and 
look at all those bodies. Jordan. Floating in the river. Jordan. Well, that looks as though it's about it for this well, year. Well, that should cover Israel. We certainly tried our best to uh, please everybody. Please everybody. If we haven't done what we could have done, we've tried. And if you haven't got yours, send Forbes in and get a free one. And seeing as we gather around the Christmas microphone here in the studio, we might as well get together with a little Christmas message for you. Which goes something like this. Christmas comes but once a year, but when it does, you know it's here because we've got some singing. Christmas comes but once a year, but when it does, it brings good cheer because we've got the. Christmas. Yesterday, you are. All my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though we're here to stay. Oh, bless I you all on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. This year has turned out to be a big year for us. Christmas Day. One of our biggest years since we can remember. Christmas Day. And we can remember a lot of big years. Take, take bugs. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. And especially those abroad and those of you in BOR 2, 4, 5, 6, 9, 7, 8, 3. Christmas Day. There's a lot of us here, want to wish a lot of you there. And the weather's perfectly all right, thank you. And don't forget, the old and the new, some folks blue and some folks green. You take no notice of them, it's an all-white policy in this group. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. But once a year, I am when it comes, it brings good cheer. So don't Christmas Day. I'm about to buy the Christmas Day. And I faded there, Charlie. <laughs> okay, put the red lights off. And this is Johnny Rhythm just saying good night to you all and God bless you. All right, well, uh, that's got it done then. Uh, what are we going to do now? Has he turned it off? I think he has. Have you turned it off, lad? Hey, Basha. Turned it off, Basha. The 66 one was recorded on November the 25th, so now they're not giving it a couple of months. You know, it's happening much closer to Christmas. And, uh, yeah, this was after a three-month break from recording at Abbey Road that they got back together and did this. And, of course, it's post-touring. And they're there basically um, the day before they'd started working on Strawberry Fields Forever. The next day, after catching the UK debut of Jimi Hendrix at the Bagger Nails Club, they gathered at a small studio in New Oxford Street office of their music publisher, Dick James, to tape their latest holiday record. Lucky, really. Yeah, McCartney said, we thought it was time we had an entirely different approach. And certainly it is, isn't it? I mean, th oh, this one goes right off the wall. 
This is John Lennon saying on behalf of the Beatles, have a very happy Christmas and a good new year. George Harrison speaking. I'd like to take this opportunity of wishing a very Merry Christmas to listeners everywhere. Hello, this is Ringo Starr and I'd just like to say Merry Christmas and a really Happy New Year to all listeners. So this is John Lennon wishing you a very happy one. We hope that the Beatles and his former company say have a happy Christmas holiday and is wishing you success and good health all through 1967. This is Ringo Starr and I'd just like to say Merry Christmas and a really Happy New Year to all listeners. Oh. This is John Lennon saying on behalf of the Beatles, have a very happy Christmas and a good New Year. This is Paul McCartney here and I'd just like to wish you everything you wish yourselves for Christmas. George Harrison speaking, I'd like to take this opportunity of wishing a very Merry Christmas listeners everywhere. This is Ringo Starr and I'd just like to say Merry Christmas and a really Happy New Year to all listeners. Everywhere it's Christmas so this is John Lennon wishing you a very happy one. On behalf of the Beatles this is Paul McCartney saying have a Happy New Year and here's wishing you success and good health all through 67. Radisson wishing you all the very best for Christmas and happy listening in 1967. Ringo Starr here. <coughs> uh, do that one I have slow down. On phone. This is John Lennon saying on behalf of the Beatles, have a very happy Xmas and a good new year. This is John Lennon saying on behalf of the Beatles, have a very happy Christmas and a good new year. Everywhere it's Christmas, everywhere it's song, London, Paris, oh, and New York, Tokyo, Hong Kong.
Our story opens in Corsica. On the veranda is a bearded man in glasses conducting a small choir. Stuff this, Agnes. Aye, it's wonderful stuff. I'm standing in the entrance to the main tent. Immediately behind me, the festivities have already begun. <laughs> same time as this, in the captain's mess on board HMS Tremendous, a toast is being proposed. To Her Majesty! To Her Majesty! Podgy the Bear and Jasper were huddled around the unlit fire in the centre of the room. There are no more matches left, Podgy, said Jasper. Then buy some, Jasper, old friend said Podgy. Make a list, and afterwards we'll go to the shop and buy matches and candles and buns. There's no more paper to write on, Podgy. No need to worry, Jasper. You keep saying to yourself matches, and I'll keep saying candles until we reach the shop. Then we won't need to write it down. We'll remember. We'll remember the buns, Podgy. We both will, Jasper. Matches. Candles. Matches. Candles. Matches. Candles. Matches. Candles. In the long dark corridors of Felpin Mansions, a door slams. And the shadowy figure of Count Balder appears. The Count is the eccentric son of Baron Landsberg, the inventor of the rack. He speaks. Guten Tag, meine Damen und Herren. Welcome to Felpin Mansions. Butler will show you to your rooms. Butler! Yes, sir. Tell the ladies and gentlemen to their rooms. Yes, sir. Come this way, please. Come in. May I come in? Come, come in, Count. May I? Oh, yes, come in. Ah, oh, thank you. I was wondering if you knew any of the songs from the good old days. Oh, my goodness. Yes, don't you worry on that score. Uh, I hear the baron likes, uh, I hear the baron likes the good old tunes. Yes, I do. So do 
I count. So do I. Well, they're all melody, aren't they? No, don't you worry, I'll play him this one. He liked this one. Is it? Listen to this one. Please don't bring your banjo back. I know where it's been. I wasn't hardly gonna day when it became the scene. Banjos, banjos, all the time. I can't forget that tune. And if I ever see another banjo, I'm going out to buy a big balloon. And if I ever see another banjo, I'm going out to buy a big balloon. And if I ever see another banjo, Yes, everywhere it's Christmas. Everywhere it's Christmas. Everywhere it's fun. London, Paris, and New York, Tokyo, Hong Kong. Oh, everywhere it's Christmas. And I'm off to join the charm. Everywhere is Christmas. At the end of every year. Oh, everywhere is Christmas. At the end of every year. Talk about cutting it close. They recorded that on 25th of November. And they mixed it at Abbey Road on the 2nd of December. So, I mean, they they must have been able to press these flexies really, really fast. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's a that's a great one, I think. Oh, and, yeah, it's got one of the great Beatles skits in it, hasn't it? Podgy the Bear and Jasper. I think it's the high watermark. Probably my favorite. Well, I think now they're beginning, even though it's still a band Christmas message, it is sort of breaking up into separate skits, isn't it, with them sort of pairing off? Yes, their own little their own little bits. The '67 record they recorded that on November the 28th during a, a nine-hour marathon session. Christmas time is here again, and and this basically expands on the sketches, doesn't it, of the '66 record? It does, and it's the closest we ever got, I think. Uh except for a, a brief snatch of a song that Paul comes up with in the 69 record. Uh, this is as close as we ever got to a proper Christmas song by the Beatles, and uh, which is amazing to me because by this point, I would have thought everybody had them. I mean, everybody you can think of. You know, the, the Beach Boys, I think, with Little St. Nick and that whole album is great, and um, obviously the Phil Spector Christmas album, which the Beatles would have been very interested in. Um, it's, I guess maybe they just never had time uh, you know, if it couldn't be if it couldn't be done in that nine hours, which I guess is the longest they ever spent on one of these. And I wonder also, uh, they were in the thick of uh, of uh, Magical Mystery Tour, right? I mean, they were still editing, I think. Right. Yep. And their new single was Hello Goodbye. Victor Spinetti's on this record. He plays the gatekeeper at one point. Pass in peace. Yes. And we've got, you know, the fictitious group, just as we had Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band, we've got the Ravelers. Yes. And one wonders where that name came from. Uh, was it, uh, did they remember the Rattles opening up for them in Germany? Uh, you know, it, it sounds McCartney-esque to me. Yeah. I have to say, probably my favorite of 
any segment of any Beatles Christmas record comes at the end of the 67 one, with Lennon going into his Scottish brogue. The boys arrive at BBC House. What do you want? We, we have been granted permission, O oh wise one. <gasps> Pass in peace. Christmas time is here again. An audition will be held at 10am Wednesday the 1st in the fluffy rehearsal rooms. Bring your own. Next, please. Would over here be convenient for you? Carry on. Over here. Are you 13, then? Next, please. Get one of us for your trousers. Get one of us for your hair. Sitting with me in the studio tonight is a cross-section of British youth. I'd like, first of all, to speak to you, Sir Gerald. Oh, not a bit of it. We had a job to do, Michael. Uh, yes, yes, quite. I don't think you're answering my question. Oh, let me put it this way. There was a job to be done. <laughs> Christmas time is here again. Christmas time is here again. On to the next round. <laughs> From the recent heavy fighting near Blackpool, Mrs. G. Evans of Solihull was gradually injured. She wants, for all the people in hospital, plenty of jam jars by the Ravelers. And here it is. Plenty of jam jars, baby. Plenty of jam jars for you. How old are you? Thirty-two. Never. I am. Get away. I am. Well, what prize have you got your eyes on? I have. Ooh. Well, you've just won a trip to Denver and five others. Ooh. Oh, thank you. And also, wait for it, you have been elected as independent candidate for Paddington. Oh! Look after yourself. <laughs> Get one of us for your trousers. Get one of us for your hair. Theatre Hour is brought to you tonight from the arms of someone new. Hello, I'm speaking from a call. Hello, hello, operator. Hello, operator. I've been cut off. I've, I've been hello. It's an emergency.
Kevin, how old are you? <laughs> 32. <laughs> We'd like to thank you for a wonderful year. We'd like to thank you for a wonderful year. Thank you for a wonderful year. Carry on. Look out for yourself. <laughs> Come in. Come in. And Christmas times over, and your bonny clay is through. I'll be bristling to you. All the best from me to you. When the beastie brag o' mutton to the heather and little hen, I'll be strutting out my tether to your arms once back again. Look away, you bunny. His uh, love for Scotland. Um, yes. was very evident in that, and uh, and that comes up in a few places actually. Uh, he would he would go into that. The first time I on on record, I think I have him doing that is in '64 when they were out at the mansion uh, in Los Angeles on the U.S. tour, and then he and Paul got into a thing with a, a DJ called Jack Wagner, and uh, he starts doing accents, and that was I think that's the first time I ever heard him do the Scottish thing. He did it later. Uh, in '64, when they were up in, um, uh, wasn't Aberdeen? The uh, what's that? Dundee. When they're in Dundee and they got interviewed, he, he goes into a, a phony Scottish brogue again. Uh, so, yeah, he was he was good at that one. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, it's just so over the top. <laughs> because as you say, he loves Scotland, but I mean, this is a piss take without a doubt as well. It was obviously a a parody of of uh, Bobby Burns. Yeah, Robert Burns. Yeah. So then we get to 68 and, you know, we've already had discussions on previous shows about the White Album and, you know, Lennon's assertion that it was just each of them using the others as their backing band. And, you know, not sure about that. That may be the case with some tracks, but certainly not with all of them. But the Christmas record, absolutely, isn't it? It's fragmented. Now they're off doing their own messages, basically. To me, the greatest guest appearance of any uh, guest on a Beatles Christmas record. Yes, George Harrison sounds fun, like he's really into it, and none other than Tiny Tim doing N Nowhere Man. I I have to say, I I adore that. Oh, Mr. Harrison. Whoa. Oh, it's just uh, it's so lovely, Mr. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I, I think they should. You know, it, why was there not a Tiny Tim Christmas album? I I know he did a record called Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year, but but I mean back in. <laughs> Did you ever hear that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the AIDS. Not AIDS, no, but I know. the AIDS. Um, but uh, Tiny was at the height of his power, pretty much, and uh, I thought that livened things up a little bit. Hello, this is a big high and a sincere Merry Christmas from yours truly, Ringo Starr. Wow. 
Happy New Year, Happy Christmas, Happy Easter, Happy Autumn, Happy Michaelmas, everybody. Happy Christmas, everybody to you. I'd like to wish everybody Happy Christmas this year of 1968, going on 69. Happy Christmas, Happy New Year, all the best to you from here. I'd like to wish everybody Happy Christmas, Happy New Year. From there to here, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Upon a time, there were two balloons called Jock and Yono. They were strictly in love, bound to happen in a million years. They were together, man. Unfortunate timetable, they seemed to have previous experience, which kept calling them one way or another. You know how it is. But they battled on against overwhelming oddities, including some of their beast friends. Being in love, they clung together even more, man. But some of the poisonous monster of outdated busload of hip throwers did stick slightly, and they occasionally had to resort to the dry cleaners. Luckily, this did not kill them, and they weren't banned from the Olympic Games. They lived hopefully ever after, and who could blame them? <laughs> Christmas. Christmas time is here again. Ain't been round since last year. And we'd like to take this opportunity, all the way from America, to say Happy Christmas to you, our faithful, beloved fans all over the world who have made our life worth living. And over here, I have Mr. Malcolm Evans, who's Through thick and thin, would surely like to say a word of greeting at this festive occasion. Merry Christmas, children, everywhere. At the third stroke, it will be Ringo Starr. Thank you. Good evening. Hello, me dear. I didn't know you were coming. I'm not surprised. Well, I am. Certainly am. I would have thought so myself. Well, if you ask me, I think it's insane. Occasionally. Yes, me too. Twice a week, sometimes. Fourteen and six. Nineteen and five for safety, if you don't mind. Yes, sir. Don't you say yes to me. I'm telling you. It's a private line, you know. Private line. I've been on this line for two years. <laughs> Well, it's my proud pleasure tonight to introduce one of the most versatile performers in our career, and he's come all the way from Stokely Carmichael's on sea. And I hope you're going to like him. Let's give him a big hand. Happy 
Happy New Year, Happy Christmas, Happy Easter, Happy Autumn, Happy Michaelmas, everybody. Happy Christmas, everybody to you. Once upon a pool table, there lived a short-haired butcher's boy by the way of Ostergrad. It comes in scent and cesspool at Oak Airport. Her father was in a long story cut short in the middle of his life sentence. We're indebted to the colloquial office for its immediate disposal of Ronowitz, including, I might add, Hot Vitello Vertutem. On the other hand, bag, I mean to say, L'Amore nous sommes toujours realistically speaking, for this film is about an hourglass houseboat. The full meaning of Winchester Cathedral defies description. Their loss was our Gainsborough nil. The sound of a manservant child effectively lasting barred up in a love busy Gary Dale time. How close can you get his bag in every under the council originally a bad baffling court? We have a special guest here this evening, Mr. Tiny Tim. I'd like to ask him to say a few words. Oh, hello to you nice Beatles. Uh, it's so wonderful and what a thrill it is talking here. Uh, in Mr. Harrison's presence, Mr. Weiss's presence, and all his nice, wonderful friends. And the thing is, I just want to say Merry Christmas to you all, <laughs> and uh, a Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Tony. Right. Would you like to sing us a little song? Oh, I love Mr. Harrison. Here's a song I did in 1966 in front of Miss Jill for the first time. And I did this in Albert Hall, and what a thrill it was uh, to do this then. And now, exactly I did it then. He's a real nowhere man, living in his nowhere land, making all his nowhere plans. Nobody hasn't got a point of view. God bless you, Tommy. God bless you. This is Alan Cozen wishing listeners of Swinging Through the 60s great holidays and fantastic 2019. I thought the Giacognono poem is funny, oh, uh, but it's sad. Well, that's phenomenal, right? Here's a Beatles yeah. Christmas record, you know, goodwill to all men. And here's John basically saying about him and Yoko, they battled on against overwhelming oddities, including some of their beast friends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, not too subtle. I mean, unbelievable. 
Absolutely. Incredible. Well, you know what it shows to me? It shows that, you know, Lennon was the one that kind of put that thought in our heads that the Beatles were being each other's session men in 1968. The new release kind of puts that in doubt because they sound so together. Maybe it was just him. You know, maybe in his head, he was acting like the other guys, session men, men. Uh, and he was just so wrapped up in Yoko that that's all he really was into that at that, you know, what he was like. He, he always said, whatever he's committing to tape, whatever he's committing to paper, it's at that moment. He could change in a day to something else. And that sometimes he regretted that he'd, you know, oh, I'd say these things and it kind of goes into the permanent record. He was always in a fluid state, I think, with his opinions, but it certainly no doubt what he felt in that poem. And I, I mean, Paul, he contributes another sort of acoustic number, doesn't he? In 68, you know, he'd done things like I Will, Mother Nature, Son, Blackbird. That sounds very much, almost like in one from India or something. Well, and it's know? got a chord change that for me basically sort of um is a precursor to i've got a feeling if you think about that oh that's interesting mm. but you know okay so here we're talking about the get back sessions but before we even get to the get back sessions listen to george's sarcasm you know in his message when he's with tiny tim you know well here we are again another fab christmas and it, it doesn't Make exactly sound like genuine living. love for the fans yeah. in his message Oh, uh, probably not. Mm. Uh, and and I imagine that was when he was out in Los Angeles for that extended period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he did that. So. Yeah. So with the 68 Christmas record, they recorded their bits and then handed it all to Kenny Everett, the BBC yes. disc jockey. And he did, I think, a very nice editing job on it, throwing in pieces from the new White album. That like repeating loop, what, 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 once upon a, you yeah. know, uh, the thing at the beginning of the Lennon poem, I think that's something that only Kenny, Kenny was a, a studio whiz. Um, I think especially in that time period, if you ever heard his, uh, his versions of, uh, of like Julia, that he, he's, you know, this is how you make a Beatle record. And he, you know, he would do a, a pretty decent Lennon impression being a Liverpudlian himself. And uh, yeah, he was just, he was the right man for that job because he does put the creativity and the energy into it. You can see by 69 there's probably not much that could be done with that yeah i mean i think you used the word sad before and it is you know you get to this point even though there are some nice pieces in there it's mainly jock and yono isn't it sort of running the show here now you lads have you just shout happy christmas for us into this tape <laughs> hey happy christmas yeah but one, two, three. Happy Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. I see that you're strolling in Asgard Garden with your wife, uh, Yoko, but, uh, but well, uh, do you have any uh, special thoughts uh, for Christmas? Well, Yoko, uh, it is Christmas, and uh, my special thoughts, of course, tend towards... Uh, Eating. <laughs> All right, so eating. Well, what do you like to eat? Well, I'd like some cornflakes uh, prepared by uh, Parisian hands. <laughs> and I'd like it blessed by Hare Krishna Mantra. Yes, 
have a wonderful Christmas. Have a jolly new year. Make sure that Christmas comes once a year. Yes, happy new year. All the best. This is George Harrison saying happy Christmas, happy Christmas, 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 happy, happy. Oh, good evening to you, gentlemen. Good evening to you, gentlemen. Happy to be here. Good evening to you, gentlemen. I fear, I fear, I fear. Good evening to one and all, I hope you will enjoy The coming sports day of our life is Mama's little boy So, how do you like the garden here? I think it's simply splendid. Uh, I'm overwhelmed by its sanctuary. <laughs> so, uh, you don't mind this... Uh high gates and things, I mean the wall. Oh, I always loved the high walls. The Elizabethan high wall is something I've always loved. You see? Yes. Lady. everybody listening to this has a very happy time at Christmas and has a good, fortunate, lucky new year uh, and a good time to be had by all. swinging 60s and I was wondering Mrs. Lennon are you sure your place in the 70s I think you'll be a, a quiet peaceful 70s hopefully you think there's going to be peace do you yes and freedom I see freedom of mind and everything I see very nice Everybody will just be flying around, you know. Uh, everybody will just be flying around, you see. <laughs> you understand that? Mm -hmm. The air's so crisp and all that. It's just there's something about Deep and it. crisp and even. And it's Brightly sort of, uh, shone the moon last night. Like a strange moon. magic, you know, just slowing oh, down oh, our, oh, the oh, process oh, of our thinking. You know, like, you. Oh, well... Good King Wenceslas, last look out on the feast of Happy Christmas. 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 Happy
Happy Christmas. Happy Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas, 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 Oh, thank you, Mommy. Be a good boy, John. Oh, yes, Mommy, I will, as long as you get me a, a teddy bear. A teddy, teddy bear. And a train set. A melting train set, then. And a man on the moon that goes on the moon up and down to the moon. Hi there, everyone. This is Craig Bartok, and I just have three basic words to say. Ho, ho, ho. I like McCartney's little acoustic fragment. Like, that could have been something. Wouldn't you have rather he finished that one off as opposed to Wonderful Christmas Time? Right. Same melody as Greg Lake's Christmas record. I believe in Father Christmas. Yeah. They said there'll be snow at Christmas. They said there'll be peace on earth But instead it just kept on raining A veil of tears for the virgin birth I remember one Christmas morning George is in it. <laughs> he is? Don't blink. Yeah, turn away and you miss it. You can almost hear the copying machines going in the background. And, uh, oh yeah, happy Christmas. Whatever he mumbles about. Is it six seconds long? Somebody told me. Incredible, really. That they, you know, couldn't even muster yeah. that much. I was going to say, his his next was even longer. <laughs> but maybe that's truly the reflection of that year. Is you know, it's the end. 
It is. It really is. And it starts off, you know, with the 63 and 64. It's so upbeat. It's hard not to smile when you're listening to those records, if not outright laugh at some points. And by 68, it's a downer. And 69, it's all over, isn't it? It's just done. Yeah, it's it, it really it seems like the most obligatory of all of them. And it's the least interesting. It's the one I've listened to the least. Yeah. Once a year, they're really all the same. I never know just what I want, it really is a shame. Yesterday I saw something that is my pride and joy. I want it for Christmas, it's a real live Liverpool boy. Not a teddy bear, just a beetle I told Mum that nothing else would do There are four, so she can have one too I don't care whichever one she gets me Ringo, Paul, John, George, they're all the same I can't wait for Christmas Day to come Cos all I want for Christmas is a beetle Beatles, Naked. Post production by Richard Buskin. Theme music by Craig Bartow. message George. Yeah, a very merry happy Christmas and send me jacket back. It's uh, cold. Uh, John. Uh, Gary Crimble and Manny Rudolph. Ringo. Merry Christmas, happy new year. See you soon. Paul. Uh, lots of luck and uh, many presents and uh, happy Crimble. That's uh, all I think. Uh, Gary Crimble to you. Gary Crimble to you. Gary Crimble, dear Rudolph. Gary Crimble, me too. Rudolph, the no reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. How many shiny nose? All right. Happy Christmas. All the best. Thank you. Happy Christmas. Thank you.